Hello and welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kurt. Today's poem is by William Butler Yeats, who was, of course, an Irish poet, one of the most important and famous poets of the 20th century. He lived from 1865 to 1939. In 1923, he was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature. The poem that I'm going to read today is called The Cap and Bells. It goes like this. The jester walked in the garden. The garden had fallen still. He bade his soul rise upward and stand on her windowsill. It rose in a straight blue garment when owls began to call. It had grown wise-tongued by thinking of a quiet and light footfall. But the young queen would not listen. She rose in her pale nightgown. She drew in the heavy casement and pushed the latches down. He bade his heart go to her when the owls called out no more. In a red and quivering garment, it sang to her through the door. It had grown sweet-tongued by dreaming of a flutter of flower-like hair. But she took up her fan from the table and waved it off on the air. I have cap and bells, he pondered. I will send them to her and die. And when the morning whitened, he left them where she went by. She laid them upon her bosom, under a cloud of her hair, and her red lips sang them a love song, till stars grew out of the air. She opened her door and her window, and the heart and the soul came through. To her right hand came the red one, to her left hand came the blue. They set up a noise like crickets, a chattering, wise and sweet, and her hair was a folded flower, and the quiet of love in her feet. This is a fascinating poem because it feels like an old poem, like an old, uh, you know, much older than you know the early 1900s. It's nine stanzas. It's got an A B C B rhyme rhyme scheme, and the form all the way throughout is is quite consistent, and um, it's got that sort of sing songy uh, uh, measure about it. In fact, in 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 as much as that is the case, it feels a lot like a ballad, and. Ultimately, it's kind of what it's about. It's about a jester who is in love with um, a queen. A queen who... It's an, un, it's an unrequited love, right? The jester is in love with a queen who doesn't love him back because queens do not love jesters. Obviously. But it's also a poem about how this jester in seeking the queen and trying to get her to love him dissolves himself. He gives himself up. He, he In a sense, he ruins himself for love. And thus, it's quite sad in some ways. Of course, the more he sings to her, the more he tries to get her to love him, the more she rejects him, the more that rejection hurts, but also the better he gets at singing about his love. Um, his, his, his heart, it says, grew, had grown sweet-tongued by dreaming. <laughs> and the more, as the poem goes on, the more he sings to her, the more obsessed he becomes as well. So the more she rejects him, the more obsessed he becomes with her and the more he dissolves himself a little bit, the more she, what, the more she waves him off uh, with her fan. And so then in the sixth stanza, he decides he's going to give the cap and bells to her and be okay with that and, and, and dissolve himself. He'd be willing to die, to send them to her and die. So 
when morning comes, he puts them where she'll see and waits for her to accept him or to, to die. So then in the seventh stanza, the narrative of this shifts back to the queen. She picks them up and she sings them a love song till stars grew out of the air. <laughs> she opens the door and stands eight and the heart and the soul came through. Because the only way that she ultimately would accept him was for him to give up his entire existence, you know, to give up his his soul, to give up the cap and the bells. But then in the end, I'm going to leave this up to you, is the poem happy or sad? Because he has dissolved himself for her and she sort of does accept him. But what state is he in when she accepts him? And does that state render this poem happy or tragic? And that's something, that's, that's the question, I think, for us all to just ponder. <laughs> so here once more, um, for your pondering use is The Cap and Bells by William Butler Yeats. The jester walked in the garden. The garden had fallen still. He bade his soul rise upward and stand on her windowsill. It rose in a straight blue garment when owls began to call. It had grown wise-tongued by thinking of a quiet and light footfall. But the young queen would not listen. She rose in her pale nightgown. She drew in the heavy casement and pushed the latches down. He bade his heart go to her when the owls called out no more. In a red and quivering garment it sang to her through the door. It had grown sweet-tongued by dreaming of a flutter of flower-like hair. But she took up her fan from the table and waved it off on the air. I have cap and bells, he pondered. I will send them to her and die. And when the morning whitened, he left them where she went by. She laid them upon her bosom under a cloud of her hair, and her red lips sang them a love song till stars grew out of the air. She opened her door and her window, and the heart and the soul came through. To her right hand came the red one, and to her left hand came the blue. They set up a noise like crickets, a chattering, wise and sweet, and her hair was a folded flower, and the quiet of love in her feet. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I just wanted to let you know that uh, most of this next week or most of this week rather, uh, I will be off at a conference and thus may not be able to get poems to you every day. I'll do my best to get a few of them, a few more up this week. But uh, bear with me on that. I apologize if that's an inconvenience. Hopefully you'll hear from me uh, sometime soon this week. If not, I'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening.